0: Hey fashionistas, every morning right after taking out the dogs, I stand in front of my closet looking for answers, asking myself what the weather is like, what I have to do today, and what I'm going to wear while doing it. Every aspect of my day seems to be planned out while standing between the dresses and the jeans precariously balanced on the only island of floor I have left one morning not long ago when there was no floor left and i was standing on a discarded shopping bag i was willing to admit that i might just have a problem I decided to start treating my closet like a business. I kept track of everything I purchased for an entire year. While doing that, I created regular OOTD posts. Admittedly, that's part of my job and I do it anyway, but I actually got really regular with it and took a picture every single day. And then I stored them in dated folders on my computer. Like, I really got serious about this. I also kept a journal of how I felt getting dressed in the morning. Just to get an idea of what mood, which outfit put me in, and which outfits I loved the most. In January, while I was doing my taxes anyway, I also audited my wardrobe. It was a lot of work, but it was actually also a lot of fun. Just because I got to try on all of my clothes. Keeping track of purchases and taking daily photos helped me to see the difference between what I buy and what I actually wear. You guys, it was huge. It turned out that like most North Americans, I only wear about 10% of my wardrobe. Worse than that, I also found out that around 60% of my wardrobe was stuff that didn't even fit. That is a lot of wasted closet space and a great excuse to shop as if I needed another one, this time for stuff I can actually use. Today's post is all about overhauling your entire wardrobe, pulling apart your entire closet and starting over. For those of you who are in a toxic relationship with your closet, let's go shopping. But first, let's make a plan. It starts with a dream. Ask yourself, what is inspiring me right now? Which patterns, colors, and fabrics are calling to me? Your inspiration can be something as simple as a favorite decoration hanging in your house or as complicated as your favorite designer's runway show. Side note, if you haven't checked it out already, Balmain put their fashion show this year on YouTube. I watched it live, it is stunning and beautiful. You've got to check it out. Back to what I was saying. (laughs) Whatever it is that you need in your life right now, just get on Pinterest or any other similar site and start pinning it, start saving it. If you're looking for some pre-made inspo, follow my Pinterest and check out my fall winter mood board or go to my website and click through to my Fashmates outfits. I'll be posting at least once a week. But honestly, it's more like twice or three times a day. My inspiration this season came from a hike to the beach through early autumn woods. Dark yellows, browns and greens, deep oranges and bright blues will dominate my wardrobe, with basics in tree trunk at sunset burgundy and bottom of the waves black. Even if you have no plan at all to begin with, just start pinning stuff you like, and watch the patterns emerge as your inspiration grows, then choose a few design concepts, colors or fabrics and run with them. Once you know what you want, decide what you need. My closet audit found that I have a lot of jeans, but I mostly wear tights or joggers. Why was I even buying all of those jeans? I have a lot of sweaters, but I tend to wear sweater dresses. When shopping in fall, I always believe I'm going to need a million layers of thick sweaters and denim, but when standing in my closet in winter, I'm most likely to grab something that looks exactly like my summer clothes, but with a turtleneck and tights underneath and a sweater on top. Before you go shopping, I highly suggest scrolling through your old social media posts, holiday photos and event pics from last year and ask yourself what you actually wore. It's usually pretty different from what you think you're going to wear. Start with the basics and work your way up. I must have gone through 20 pairs of leggings last year without even realizing it. One pair would get a hold or wear out and I'd just buy a new pair without thinking about it. I had no idea how many I was actually buying by the end of the season. Items like t-shirts, socks, underwear, leggings, and I almost wrote socks twice because I go through so many, are very important and they get replaced so often that buying them in bulk is worth it. Most department stores know this and that's why you can find big packages of socks, underwear, camisoles, and t-shirts easily. H&M is my favorite source of t-shirts because of their eco-friendly 3-packs in the fit. If you have kids, they also sell children's basics in 3 and 4-pack. Keep your basics in a single color family so they go with everything you might wear. Change up the style rather than the color. All of my basics this year are burgundy or deep blue-black, but each of my long sleeve tees has a different style of neckline. Some outfits need a v-neck, some an off-shoulder, and some look smart with a turtleneck. Honestly, turtlenecks are my favorite. Who needs a scarf? Stock basics together in a single large drawer or on a shelf. They tend to be small and easy to lose. Storing them together prevents losing them. This was a big one for me. Always differentiate between your basics and your workout clothes. Workout clothes get used more often and in more strenuous situations. Tights are made to be worn under other clothing to provide an extra layer of warmth and comfort. Workout tights are thicker, more durable, and made to survive a day at the gym, or in my case, on the dance floor. They also tend to be moisture-wicking to save you from the stench of sweat. We all have it, and we'd rather avoid it. Most of my workout clothes come from MPG Sport. They're durable, long-lasting, and most importantly, extremely cute. If you want to check them out before buying, check out the MPG haul videos on my YouTube channel and watch me put these poor tights through my entire workout. You'll see why I keep my workout clothes and my basics on separate shelves. My workout clothes suffer through a lot more punishment. What are you going to do with everything you just cleared out of your closet or dresser to get that empty shelf? That depends on whether it's that 10% of your wardrobe you actually wear or not. If it isn't, then it's time to let it go. Unless it's sentimental, like your graduation gown or your mom's wedding dress, toss it. Start by deciding what to give away. You can send gently used items to goodwill, but for frugal fashionistas, if you have new or extremely gently used items in your closet, like that dress you wore once and hated, the jeans your mom gave you, those pants that never quite fit take the opportunity to make a few dollars. Put those items up on a sales site like Kijiji or Facebook sales and then auction it off to the highest bidder. If you have a number of items, list them as a lot on eBay. A lot is a bunch of stuff like a bunch of clothes in the same size that you can buy all together at the same time. If you have a lot of new never worn stuff you can list it as a sales lot which allows thrift stores essentially to buy a bunch of stuff in different sizes and list them on their website or put them in their store. In general you should set the price at around half of what you originally paid for the piece of clothing. Selling your unwanted items is a great way to put money in your own pocket for new things while helping others to save money. It's a win-win. And since a lot of buyers will actually show up to pick things up, there's no hauling your stuff into the car and dropping it off. There are also Facebook groups for giving items away. They're extremely useful for bulky items you can't ship without it being too expensive or local items that really don't appeal to a bigger audience, like school uniforms. They can also help you to target a specific group of people. I doubt most of my cosplays would sell to a wide audience on eBay, but when I list them on cosplay sales in my region, they sell pretty quickly. Once you've cleaned out your closet, stored the old wedding dresses and summer clothes, take a moment to breathe and sit in your closet, enjoying the fact that you now have a floor. Take as much time as you need here, in this quiet and non-chaotic space, write your novel, compose that guitar solo, drink your tea, and get ready to fill it back up again for the coming season. Honestly, I kind of love meditating in my pre-closet. All right, now we've got work to do. Back to the Pinterest board. It's time to start searching for outfits that match the style you've picked out. Don't limit yourself to style and outfit posts. When I decided to wear nothing but bright colors in summer, More than half of the photos on my mood board were from circus performances. Last Christmas when I was inspired by sparkling ornaments and white fluffy Christmas trees, I collected photos of 1920s flappers, Hollywood glamour girls, and dogs in sweaters. Incidentally, if you are planning to pick up a dog sweater this season, check out my website. I'm knitting sweaters for Ella, and if I do get extra time, I will definitely put different sizes up on my website that I can knit custom for you guys. While you're collecting images on your board, think of the events that will happen in the next three months. Halloween, Christmas, birthdays. What are you going to wear? Who will you be with? What do you need to do? Obviously consider the regular events as well, like going to work and wearing uniforms and that sort of thing. Your last step before the most wonderful shopping trip of the year, until the next one, is to make a list of the items you wore most frequently last year. If you don't know what they were or you want to start all new, there's a capsule wardrobe checklist on my website and another one on Pinterest. They're a great tool for making sure you pick up the right basics. What do I mean by one? There are thousands of capsule wardrobe posts on Pinterest for literally any style you can imagine. I keep my most worn clothes list printed out on the side of the wardrobe. It doesn't just tell me what I have, but where it ends up. While I'm shopping, I simply go out, buy the items on the list, and check them off. If I get any interesting or extra items that I didn't expect to buy, but they looked amazing and I had to have them, I write them down. The list then has columns off to the side for whether I threw it away, if I sold it and for how much, or gave it away. If your list is for a child, you might also want to add columns for whether your child outgrew it or wore it out. These columns can help you to figure out what styles your child wears more often. It's so much easier to throw out a kid's wardrobe and start over because they're growing out of it anyway. For your own personal wardrobe, I at least recommend having the three columns I just mentioned. So again, did it wear out and need to be thrown away? Did you sell it and for how much? Or whether you gave it away? That'll allow you to start tracking what you wear this year. And next year, you'll be better informed as to what to buy. You're only going to get better at this over time. Taking a full audit of your wardrobe and making a plan for the next season takes time, but it will save you time and money in the long run. I've been able to fit all of my seasonal shopping into a single shopping trip and a number of online shopping trips. We're not going to talk about that. Better than that, I've been able to buy certain items in bulk on a discount. If you need 20 or 40 pairs of tights in a year, it's going to be much cheaper to just buy 20 to 40 pairs of tights all at once than to continually be replacing them throughout the year when they might be more expensive or unavailable. It can also make sense to buy larger items like outerwear, so jackets, umbrellas, and winter coats all at once during a sale rather than telling yourself you only need one and ending up having to buy one later in the season when again they can be twice to three times the price. Having a single cohesive plan for your wardrobe allows you to effortlessly walk into your closet and just know what you're wearing every day without any hassle. Wouldn't you just love to get in and out of your closet in the morning without having to unbury half of your clothes? If you'd like to see what I ended up buying this year, keep an eye on my website, my YouTube, and my Instagram. I'll be uploading most of my hauls, giving away shopping sprees and gift cards throughout the season, and making sure you stay gorgeous all chilly season long. Stay warm and stay gorgeous, fashionistas.